0: The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide.
1: Gas prices have been going up a lot lately, and they'll probably continue to. KUCI offers a few tips to help curb this burden. First, if you live close to your school or work, consider riding a bike. It's healthier for you and for the environment, and it can actually be a lot of fun. If that won't work for you, we recommend that you make sure your vehicle is as empty as possible. In other words, don't keep junk in your trunk. Any unnecessary weight can have a huge impact on your mileage over the long run. So considering the skyrocketing cost of gas, it's a great time to break the four-wheel habit. You'll get great exercise, increase your energy, and elevate your overall mood. Plus, it's great for the environment. And you'll never have to worry about getting stuck in traffic again and have a great parking spot. Good morning, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I have two very special guests. First up, Kirk Bauer is standing by. He is actually the executive director of Disabled Sports USA for the past 20 years. And I heard about him online. Uh, he's very, very inspiring for anybody in a funk. You are, you're, you're going to be amazed. There's some information on my blog, uh, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. He's a disabled veteran, fought the Vietnam War. He's executive director of Disabled Sports USA for the past 30 years. And he firmly believes that the military philosophy of leadership by example is the most effective way to inspire others to dream big and achieve their goals. So Kurt is going to join us till about nine thirty, and then at, at uh, nine thirty we'll take a quick break, and Tuscarino is going to uh, call in. She's calling in from Canada, and uh, she'll share her twelve moves of Christmas to get you going and uh, keep you funk free. All right, here we go. First up, Kirk Bauer. Good morning, Kirk
0: good morning Janine. how are you i'm doing well thank you
1: i heard about you online and i have to say i was really really moved at all the things you're doing and you you just don't seem to you know let your disability stop you and uh... you obviously have inspired a lot of
0: people well thank you
1: tell me about i want to back up how you started this organization disabled sports usa
0: well uh... to be. uh... Uh, to be truthful i did not start it i actually became involved with the organization disabled sports usa when it was first starting but it had already been established okay. uh it was started in 1967 because there were a lot of uh, disabled veterans coming out of the war of Iraq, uh, in Iraq, uh, Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And um, I was one of those. Uh, they, we, it produced uh, That war produced more surviving uh, amputees uh, from the war than World War II and Korea combined. That's oh something that a lot of people don't know. Yeah. And so um, the organization was trying to respond to the need to get uh, these young men and women involved in active sports. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, got hurt uh injured in Vietnam uh in 1969 lost my leg from uh, during a, a battle uh, from a hand grenade sure. and so uh it was um they they literally dragged me out of the hospital some of the volunteers that worked with the program yes. who were fellow vietnam veterans and got me up skiing uh in 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 california actually wow. uh in tahoe and um and that really um, was the beginning of my experience with sports, and uh, I, the reason I got so actively involved in it was it just was a com- tremendous turnaround for me coming out of the hospital. I yes. was there for uh, six months, uh, seven operations, why they put oh me back God. together again, and uh, it was, you know, I was feeling pretty low, and of all of a sudden, I was up on the ski slopes screaming down the mountain, and it was just an incredible turnaround from a psych, you know psychological point of view, yes. and it really hooked me. And it, and basically, it was just a desire to give back and uh, want to help others uh, experience that same joy. That's tremendous. And um, that's what got me involved in in uh, you know helping to build the organization back uh, uh, you know from 1970
1: on. So, how old were you at the time? Here you are, you know, had this traumatic injury, and uh, then you find yourself on a ski slope. How old were you? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was a young uh, young kid. I, I had 20s? just turned 21 <gasps> uh, when I got hurt, oh my gosh. and I was uh, 18 when I went into the service okay. and uh, into the army. Yeah. And um, so, you know, like many others during that era, I was just a young kid. Um, yes, uh, I, I, quite frankly, probably floundering around, wondering what I was going to do with my life. Um sure. and uh, um, it was. Um, you know, it was uh, so it was you know a pretty traumatic experience when you're a young kid, uh, and uh, all of a sudden you're in the middle of war, and uh, it's uh, it's quite a it's quite a you know shock and a contrast to all of us. So um, I've been involved with sports ever since. I was involved with sports before that. I was very active in sports uh, during high school, and um, mm-hmm. uh, and then um, you know uh, a little bit in college. I actually, went to the University of California, Berkeley, uh, oh, and school. ended up graduating there after the service, but. But um, uh, so I've always been very, very interested in sports.
1: You know, from a, the show, Get the Funk Out, you basically proved, I mean, those people saved you. I mean, emotionally, physically, they just took you out of where you were in this low, low point. And, you know, look what it created.
0: Well, they, it, it did. I mean, there was a lot of things that helped bring me back, uh, mm-hmm. my family, my faith, uh personally, but um, but the physical activity, the sports, was, was just an incredible turnaround. I think for your listeners, it, it's important to remember, I mean, to you know, think about what happens when somebody becomes disabled. Now, in my case, it was ward, it was very traumatic, but mm-hmm. if you get hit by a car or you develop cancer and suddenly you're faced with, you know, happen to have a, a limb amputated or, um, you know, you you become injured and have a head injury, a lot of these things that happen to people in, the, in their lives, it's a real shock, and right. you go from being a a very active person, which I was, mm-hmm. to uh, being flat on your back, uh, you know, with uh, you know uh, all sorts of medical uh, problems and operations. Every time we, I came out of an operation, it felt like I got hit by a, a Mack truck. Oh, that's and, awesome. uh, you know, uh, it just really beat you down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was something that just completely turned my head around and just got me excited about life again. <sighs> and uh, it's really what's motivated me to to stay involved in sports and to, to offer to others is to, is that tremendous experience of joy and freedom and being able to be in control of your, your body again and in control of your life, you know, feel like you, you were starting to get in control of your life again. It's a, it's a, it's physically and emotionally a tremendous, uh, uh turnaround.
1: I mean, you're more active than a lot of people today.
0: Well, you know? I'm actually more active than I was before I got hurt. Really? Absolutely. Um, there's things now that, that I do that I wouldn't have even thought about doing and, I, and like we what? hear this you know we're serving now uh, Disabled Sports USA is serving the severely wounded warriors from Iraq and Afghanistan and mm-hmm. they're telling me this all the time that they're doing th- some of the things they're doing now uh, they w- they would never have imagined uh, doing uh, before they were injured Look at that. Um, I had a couple uh, this g- gentleman lost both of his legs above the knee in, in Iraq and he was a, a native uh american from alaska mm-hmm. and uh you know he's and <laughs> We got him him and his wife both certified in scuba diving, and he said, you know, I'm I'm from Alaska. The thought of being a certified scuba diver was just beyond anything I could imagine, (laughs) and now that I've been hurt, this is what I'm doing. I'm in the Caribbean in beautiful waters with my wife scuba diving. He said, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing things I never imagined I could do before I got hurt, and with this severe injury, he was still able to do this and do things that uh, he never even dreamed of.
1: You probably feel like you have a second chance on life, and you're just going to do do it all, you well,
0: know? yes. You know? Um, you know, most of the injuries we're seeing, uh, Janine, uh, are very, very severe. They, in Vietnam, they, most of the guys that, were, that I'm, you know, these programs are being offered to through our warfighter sports program uh, would have been dead in Vietnam. And uh, and they are able to be saved through medical procedures through the protective gear that they're wearing, but it, it, but the injuries are extremely, uh, you know, single, double, triple, and even quadruple amputations, severe uh. head injury. It's just, uh, it's just. You know, it, it's, it's awful, but yes. at the same time, um, you know, they do feel like they are getting a second life, that they're mm-hmm. really being allowed to live again because of the fact that they've been saved. And I know their families feel that way. You yes. know, they, yes. they would rather have them back uh, with the injuries than, uh, than dead. Of and course. that's really what the choice they had.
1: Yes. What kind of sports uh, are you involved in with disabled sports?
0: Well, you know, what's really great is that uh, the, with the new technologies of uh, lightweight materials that we've been able to fashion adaptive uh, sports equipment and train instructors, that's one of the things that Disabled Sports USA has done now for over 40 years is constantly training instructors in local community organizations around the country, which we call chapters. We have 110 mm-hmm. of them now. But um, with the progress, we can now offer over 30 different sports uh, where the individual can participate at a very high level. We're not talking about, you know, barely able to get in, but they can uh, ski down the mountains uh, or snowboard or, or Nordic ski w- with the same speed as anyone else. And on Black Diamond slopes, they can, uh, you know, do go on 100-mile bike rides in, in in one day. They can scuba dive. They can water ski. They can wow. rock climb. They can play <laughs> golf. Uh, some of these, uh, we have one. One of our uh, severely head injured warriors uh, is is you know a scratch golfer. He he has no handicap in the golf, uh, straight out. And um, uh, so it's amazing how many sports now we can offer, which really expands our ability to be able to serve uh, a- anyone with a disability, but certainly our wounded warriors, mm-hmm. because uh, with. Uh, winter and summer sports. No matter when they're ready in their rehabilitation, we can offer them some kind of a sport.
1: I know. I was reading about a skateboarder. I think he's in his thirties. I forget his name. It was on. Your, I think it was on your website. They did a documentary on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's gone on to teach other people how to skateboard with one limb. And do you know who I'm talking about? I,
0: don't, I uh, thought it was your website. We have <laughs> you have a gazillion <laughs> We're, people. We serve sixty thousand a year. So I'm afraid um, I'm not sure about what okay. this, what The name of this gentleman, that's okay. but I'm yes, s- that's just one example.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't um, I don't have it written down. But I yeah. was reading about it over the weekend, and I'm I'm thinking to myself that is incredible. And look how they're inspiring other people.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, it's got a multiplier effect now, mm-hmm. and um, uh, you know um, uh, the ones that are, have been injured before are coming back and inspiring others to to take up. Uh, sport and get active. We saw a perfect example of this uh, this just this month in December, uh, the first week of December. Disabled Sports USA hosted a major national ski event, uh, snow, ski snowboard Nordic, you know, event in Breckenridge, Colorado. And uh, beside having close to 800 people uh, from all over the country, we had about 160 wounded warriors and their families, and we had some of the survivors from the. Uh, Boston Marathon bombing. Uh, oh. Who had lost limbs and become disabled, and oh uh, the the warriors, some of the warriors there that um, had been already had learned how to ski and were actually teaching and and race training, were able to inspire some of the uh, Boston uh, survivors uh, to get involved in the sports and uh, and and do very well. That's uh, great. They, they just progressed tremendously. But that role modeling and that that uh, leadership is just uh, so important to get. Others to get involved and get excited about sports.
1: Yes, so you pretty much have people from all different ages,
0: all ages, from five to ninety-five. I literally, ninety-five. Uh, <laughs> I'm sixty-five myself, and uh, thank uh, thank God, I'm still able to do some a lot of active stuff. And. Um, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it, it again. The adaptive equipment and the high level of instruction really does enable those of us who have a disability to continue to stay active in, into our senior years.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something because I was reading about this. Is it is there a big learning curve to learn how to walk with an artificial limb?
0: Well. That, you know the interesting thing about that and sports is uh, for the basics the learning curve is actually very short okay. and I think a lot of people don't realize that and that's really one of the benefits of getting involved in sports uh, learning the basics of how to walk you know uh, can sometimes take as little as a few weeks or, or, or a few months mm-hmm. um, and so that part of it is not that difficult you 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 have to continue to to stay with it so that you don't develop bad habits. But uh, with the sports, uh, the 30 sports that I just, you know, some of which I just mentioned, uh, Janine, almost every single one of them, you can learn the basics in one day. Really? Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, again, we had a triple amputee, both legs off above the knees and an arm off, uh, snowboarding uh, on the second day from the chairlift.
1: Did you have pictures of this on your website, Disabled Sports uh, We do USA? have some
0: pictures, yeah, and so. we probably will be adding some more. We just okay. got back from that. But there are pictures of snowboarders and skiers I and saw what that. have you. And the, some of the adaptive devices are very, very innovative. I um, saw
1: that on the website, DisabledSportsUSA.org. Yes. It's really amazing, and I, I can't even imagine. You know, you take somebody that's sedentary, that's been through this trauma, and here they are skiing. You know, In one day. In one day. <laughs>
0: In one day, we can get them on bicycles uh, up cycling without falling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get them water skiing same same range of disabilities uh, uh, within uh, you know with again with the adaptive equipment, we can uh, get them water skiing in in minutes really uh, in minutes in minutes in minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh if they can stand up we have something called a boom bar. A boom bar is is a bar off the side of the boat that was developed uh to teach barefoot trick water skiing. Yes. And you grab onto it and it pull the boat pulls you up and then you feed out on a line a, a rope line uh as you get better. Okay. And um uh with a with an amputation it's very difficult to get them up. They grab onto that bar they're up in 50 seconds. I didn't know and that. and they're skiing and they're, now they're holding on to the bar at first. Yes. But then as they get steadier and steadier and better, they can let go of that bar and and pull back, uh, you know, with the rope and actually ski on their own. So mm-hmm. that's just one example. Uh, a paraplegic can get up uh, on on a sit-down type of, of water ski uh, called a can ski, mm-hmm. and again, it, within minutes, uh, get up uh, on the ski and learn very quickly how to do slalom, jump wakes, uh, go through a slalom course. Uh, these guys are doing some t- tremendous things, and, and it very, very quickly. So that's mm-hmm. the beauty of it, is, yes. it is, is it's not... People think, oh, God, you guys are super gimps. You know, we call them super gimps, or, oh. uh, you know, that's, that's our term. Okay. But... Um, uh, <laughs> But the fact of the matter is we really can learn much more quickly uh, yes. than a non-disabled person.
1: Yes. You know, it's interesting. I, I'm looking at um, the, uh, the information I posted on my blog, and you, wow, you have just awarded left and right with the Gene Autry Courage Award. And yeah. how does this make you feel doing all this?
0: Well, it feels, personally, it's, it feels very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the real... The real payback for me is not the awards; it's mm-hmm.
1: the um, the smiles. I bet.
0: Well, it's the no, it's the um, it's it's a it's a tool uh, of, of getting the word out that we of pe- people with disabilities can do these things, and and that's really the reward. The reward is that somebody reads about it, hears about it, and decides they want to get involved. Yeah. Uh, who has a disability and maybe is not very active, and so. Uh, yes, it's, it's you know, if, you, if you're around long enough, you get these awards. So I I, I tell people all the time as I'm getting these awards, <laughs> you know, it gets me a little bit worried because a lot of times when they give you these awards, you either, they either expect you to retire or die, you know, yep, one of the two. That's not going to happen and, uh, anytime so, soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get a little bit worried. But um, <laughs> but the reality is it's just, it to me, it's just a tool, uh, uh, if you will, uh, to to let people know, uh, that read about these things, that, that they can be active, mm-hmm. and, um, and that's really what we're trying to do all the time, is just to get the word out, uh, no matter what your disability, you can be active, you can lead an active and fit life, and you should, yes. uh, for your own health and your own, and your own um, a joy and enjoyment of life. So um, that's really the, 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 the benefit of some of these awards.
1: Now, do you have a lot of volunteers that help out in your organization?
0: thousands and thousands, thousands okay. yes uh the uh most of the we these local community chapters that we call chapters of disabled sports USA um uh, they operate primarily um, on volunteer uh, support and, and help. Uh, the average is one paid person for ten volunteers. Okay. So really, ninety percent of the work is done by people who volunteer, either you know uh, uh, for a particular events or sometimes to do you know specific tasks, or um, you know weekend events or evenings, you know whatever they can can break loose to do. Okay. And so we rely a lot on volunteers.
1: And if people wanted to get involved, what would they do?
0: Well, they could contact us here at the national office. We would find out where their... uh, where the, you know where they live, and we can put them in touch with um, uh, local chapters we also on our website disabled sports usa or DSUSA.org, usa uh, O R G uh, they can they can look in uh, by state and see where the chapters are uh, and and get involved um, if they have a specific you know teaching skill, we can also provide training in, in how to teach the adaptation to that sport. A lot of coaches uh, volunteer their time uh, that are Co- you know, do that as a profession, but they mm-hmm. want to help out someone with a disability, and so they, 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 they provide uh, assistance in that area.
1: By the way, I'm, I'm looking at your bio, and uh, at what point did you get your doctorate of law degree?
0: Uh, that was in, I actually graduated from the University of California, Berkeley, so mm-hmm. I'm a, a colleague of your students um, okay. and, uh, for undergraduate, and then um, went on to get a law degree from Boston University, Mm-hmm. and um, all this was um, made possible by uh, a program within the veterans administration uh called vocational rehabilitation they paid uh, all my tuition and my uh, books and everything uh for me to go to these schools including berkeley that's uh, wonderful. and that was because i was injured mm-hmm. in the war and uh, it, it it's it's a program that provides uh, you know a means for us to get back uh, get a, get some, develop some skills so we can uh, get back into the workplace again
1: that's wonderful i actually attended you I lived oh, in You did yes, I did yes. All right, I earned well, a then, doctorate in media and technology. Uh, that,
0: they've got a great media department. They do communications department.
1: They do, they do. What inspired you to study law?
0: Well, um, it, it you,
1: my toughest question. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, you know, it, no, it, it yeah. is, but okay. uh, it was it was tough, but it was also easy. Um, okay. Before I was injured before I went into the military I uh, my my I had studied uh, physics I was I wanted to become you know a phys, uh, a physical scientist and um but uh, on many occasions uh during battle uh, you know the strangest thoughts uh go through your head I think uh, sure. when when you're you know getting shot at and I can't uh, even imagine. A yeah. Wow. And, and, and I, I, I would just, uh, uh, I would pray, but I would also say, if I ever get out of this place alive, I, I just know that I want to make a difference. I want my life to mean something uh, in terms of helping others. I, it was just a feeling, you know what I mean? Yes. And, um, and so... Um, being involved with Disabled Sports USA, first for, for, from 70 to 82, I was a volunteer like many thousands of others, and it was just a desire to help. And, But I think that that feeling translated into um, wanting to help people and I had worked at, when I went to Berkeley I had worked at a legal aid society and saw some of the issues and the, the problems people had to deal with uh, that uh, were not on the highest rung of, of, of the economic ladder if you will and um, and that got me really interested in going to law school and that's when I applied for law school
1: that's great that's great Kirk it has been tremendous having you on the show I really appreciate you calling in. Uh, I put everything up in my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Can you throw your website out again?
0: Uh, yes, it's disabledsportsusa.org uh, or dsusa.org. Okay. And you can also check out Warfighter Sports, one word, warfightersports.org for our military program.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much and happy holidays to you.
0: Uh, Happy holidays to you, Janine, and thank you.
1: And thank you for all you do. I I mean, I'm just in awe. Well, thank you. Really. Okay, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Kirk Bauer, and if you missed any part of the show, uh, it'll be up on my blog, oh, about 11 o'clock today, on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Tuscarino is going to join us.